The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, is back with us again today. And we brought him back to talk about interest rates, and we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, talk to us first about those inflation figures. I didn't. I knew it was the highest this century. I didn't realise we haven't had inflation running as high in 38 years, Charlie. That's right, Matt. You have to go back to 1984. A lot of your listeners probably weren't born when, when, when the last time we had inflation at this rate. 7.8% is what it came in at today. Uh, that's the reading we got today from the Central Statistics Office for the in, in inflation rate. Um, you know, like we were seeing prices rise at runaway runaway rates, Matt. Um, th- th- these are um, particularly energy, you know, home heating oil, um, gas, electricity. They're up 57% in the last year. Diesel prices 40% when, when the CSO recorded it. Uh, but um, and, and petrol up 26%. But they've gone up since even, you know, I mean, the, 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 um, the figures that the CSO recorded for petrol and diesel uh, were, were for last month in the last few days alone. Prices have gone way up. Um, you know, food prices up as well, 4.5%. So you know it's it's um the the, the, the central statistics office said that the diesel prices they recorded in April were at one eighty nine, plenty of garages recording diesel prices of two ten to two twenty even today. I think that's know, more so petrol than diesel. Is are the diesel gone up that much as well? Diesel gone, went up an awful lot in the last year, and petrol now is is, is up about thirty. 35 cents a litre, it was what the CSO said, you know, because they, they recorded uh, petrol up at 181. It's pretty close to two euros a, a litre in, in an awful lot of garages at the moment, Matt. So, you know, the real pressure here on, on the cost of living for people. Um, in, uh, private rents up 11% as well, uh, you know, so um, airfares up 45%, so significant increases in, in, in prices across the board. And then right? if mortgages go up, that'll add to it as well. And given the size of the mortgage out of a person's monthly budget, that's going to have a major impact on their spending power, isn't it? You're absolutely right, Matt. Now, a lot of the smart people will have locked into fixed rates and there's really good fixed rates out there, 10, 15, 20, 30 years even. Look, we didn't have those last October. So, you know, they've come into the market and they are transforming the market. But we still have a huge chunk of homeowners on variable and tracker rates, um, something like maybe up to 450,000 homeowners are on uh, trackers and and variable rates. And And what news did they get today from the European Central Bank? They got bad news. You know, we got the European Central Bank reversing its policy of the last decade or more than a decade, saying that from July, there's likely to be a quarter percent increase in its its interest rates it talked about. So, you know, the key rate for people on trackers is, is the refinance rate, uh, the refinancing rates that they're contractually tied into that when when that rises, their tracker rates rise and it's likely variable rates will rise as well. But on top of that, Matt, the European Central Bank said that there could be a half percent increase in September. So by the end of the year, we interest rates, the European Central Bank interest rates could be up by 0.75%. So that's a hell of an increase. That could add a thousand euros uh, to the cost of servicing a typical 
tracker mortgage over a year once that once that feeds through in over a year. So hell of an increase. It means that fixed rates will become more expensive as well. But if you're in a fixed rate at the moment, you're fine. You're locked in. Uh, but you know if you're coming out of one soon in the next year or two. You know, you, 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 it, it could become a lot more expensive when you need to fix again. So, oh, know, no, let me bring in Martina Hennessy, Managing Director of Doddle.ie. Uh, thank you very much, Martina, for joining us. Give us some examples of how interest rate increases will impact on repayments for typical mortgages, please. Yeah, so absolutely, Matt. So uh, as Charlie has rightly said there, there's over 460,000 mortgage holders on variable um, and tracker rates. So the tracker rates will be immediately impacted um, post the implementation of the quarter percent rate increase in July. So if we look at somebody who has, you know, for every 100,000 that you've borrowed, a quarter percent increase would mean €12.50 per month on your mortgage. But taking a, a standard mortgage in Ireland of 300,000, that's €450 per annum. And as Charlie has called out, the, you know, the indications are that there'll be a further half percent increase perhaps in September. So a full quarter, three quarters or 75 basis point increase this year alone could add for the average mortgage holder who, who owes 300,000 over 25 years, that's 1,350 extra per annum on interest that they'll be paying if they're exposed to these interest rate increases. And that's, and that's sort of after-tax income, which is often what's forgotten about. They have to earn more or less double that usually to be able to pay that. Absolutely, that's, that's it, Matt. So again, when everything is, it, the biggest ticket item for many mortgage holders or households is, is their mortgage. So when we talk about, you know, energy costs, etc., it's the mortgage that has the biggest impact if rates start to increase. And we haven't seen rate increases for the last 14 years. The ECB base rate has been 0% for the last six years. So there's many people who won't have experienced rate increases and, you know, there's a degree of uncertainty there and I suppose to some level fear of, from people as to what might happen when they're already you know, feeling the pinch in terms of where they are in terms of their household costs and inflation. So, Martina, Charlie has been telling us for years you'd have to be crackers to give up your tracker. But is there is it coming to a time where people are going to have to make the calculation as to whether they would be better off fixing for certainty over the next 5, 10 or 15 years rather than continuing to have a rate that is linked to the European Central Bank rate? Yeah, and, and as a, a mortgage advisor, I've always been of the same opinion. You know, trackers are such a valuable product. But again, that's where in the environment where we had, you know, base rates at 0%, so your margin was at such a low level, your rate was at such a low level. There are so, some um, tracker rates in the market for example, where you know people have been granted back their trackers post-tracker um, review by the central bank. And some tracker rates are, even today, I had a client whose rate was 2.25 plus base rates. So you have to kind of think then, if the ECB base rate starts to increase, are those trackers, with those higher margins, are they still attractive? When you could look, say, at a 20-year fixed rate, for example, at 2.5% if your loan-to-value is less than 60%, or a 10-year fixed rate at 24 it really depends not on what's left on your mortgage in terms of mortgage terms, because obviously trackers have been, uh, you know, there was no, the trackers have been unavailable since 2008, so people before that. So how long is left on the mortgage term? Are you exposed, you know, do you feel like, you know, that based on your tracker mar- margin that it now is the time to, to fix? Because previously we hadn't the option to fix on long-term rates. There weren't long-term rates at, at any way attractive levels for 10, 15 and 20 years, where now there are. So Certainly, I would say review your rate. If you're concerned about being exposed to interest rate increases and not being able to absorb those, the only way to prevent your mortgage increasing is to fix your rate, and that's, that's a simple thing. So it's certainly worth reviewing. So, Martina, how accommodating are the banks in allowing you to switch onto fixed-rate mortgages or to take you as a customer maybe from another bank if you wanted to switch? 
Yeah, the switcher market must have been really active since 2015, and there's been a real surge in mortgage switching activity this year, the 33% year-on-year increase. And that's probably a push factor from ex- the exit of KBC and Ulster Bank. But also, and increasingly, you know, customers are coming to us and they're concerned about interest rate increases. There's been, you know, a lot of speculation over the last number of months that these rate increases would happen, and now they are actually being actioned. So, you know, there is a lot, the, the switcher market is opened, and, you know, there's a lot of difference between rates on market. So if you're locking into a longer term fixed rate, you have to make sure and do your research and make sure you're getting market-based advice to lock in the lowest rate you can achieve. Because if you don't, you're paying needlessly on interest. But, so but Martina, will you automatically get it? There's a listener here who says, I'm with Pepper Finance. How do I get them to fix rate? A lot of people have had their mortgages shifted uh, through no fault of their own, or maybe they have had problems with repayments. If you've had issues, does that mean that maybe your bank will refuse to give you the fixed rate and will tell you to stick on the variable? So some of those loans which have been sold to the likes of Pepper, who are a loan servicing firm, will not be able to offer you fixed rates or alternative rates. They won't have a suite of rates to offer you. So you would have to move to another lender to secure a fixed rate if you were on a variable rate. Um, you know, to, to lock down that interest rate. So you would have to switch. So the market is open for mortgage switching. But also, if you have a mortgage, and if you're saying, I'm never going to switch or I can't switch or I'm not in a position to, and you're with the mainstream lenders who offer, you know, rates, mortgage lending rates and are, who are actively lending, then check what your lender has to offer. And um, Charlie rightly said that, you know, you know we're a nation of, uh, of people who, who lock into rates. But historically, you know, even last year, we were, you know, the po- most popular rates were two, three and five year fixed rates. Where now clients are looking at five, seven, and 10. So if you're somebody on a short tail fixed rate, you should also look at your rate and say, okay, would I have a break penalty to break out of that rate now? And is it worthwhile me considering a longer term fixed rate? So if you're 18 months left to run on the short term fixed rate, should you be looking to break out now? And and is that possible? Will the bank do that for you? If you say if you have 18 months left on a five year fixed, will they accommodate you in giving you a 10 year fixed instead? If they have one to offer, they absolutely can because they'll give you their suite of rates. But you have to check if there'd be a break penalty to break out of your current fixed rate. Now, the positive news on that is that break penalties in general relate to funding costs. And the cost of funds to the banks have increased over the last six months, months which results in lower or nil, nil penalties. So if somebody has checked a break penalty last year, if they checked it again now, they most likely would have a reduced break penalty because funding costs have increased and just by the way um, break penalties are calculated. So it's certainly something you should look at if you're concerned and saying, OK, where is this going to end? Are these rate increases going to sustain and continue into 2023, 2024? And you want to lock down your rate, absolutely okay. call your bank. Charlie Weston, just to finish with you though, given that Ulster Bank and KBC are leaving the market, are there many options available for people and how quickly will the banks be able to process a mortgage application given that they seem to be having so many problems in dealing with transfer of current accounts and other banking products at present? Well, you're right, Matt. It, it's, it's mega busy and people like Martina will confirm that. Um, there's a lot of people trying to fix. There's a lot of people trying to get ahead of the curve before their mortgages are sold by KBC and Bank of Ireland. They want to choose their own provider, which, you know, and there are some good rates out there. We have non-bank lenders in the market who have really shaken it up in the last couple of months. ICS Mortgages, Finance Ireland, Avant Money. You know, some of them are increasing their rates, but there's still bloody good fixed rates out there. Uh, so, you know, there, there are options, even though we have two big retail banks leaving who are who wear good value for mortgages. So the, 
you know, it, it is still competitive and the rates in this country are high compared to other European countries, but they are down at, at levels not seen for a very long time here. So even though the European Central Bank is increasing its rates, there is, there is some good value to be had out there. So look at your options if you're on a variable or an expensive okay. tracker, as Martina says. Charlie Weston from the Irish Independent, Martina Hennessy from Doddle.ie. Thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.